you know, for me, <clears throat> one day when the change finally does happen, and people do stand up together, and you gotta do so in more ways than one. And you gotta be willing to live with less while doing more. You gotta be able to, you know, expect nothing in the future for your efforts of today. Because that's what drives this whole insanity in the first place. Everything is expected to pay off in the end, at some point down the road. And you just gotta make change for the sake of making change. You just gotta live your life a different way for the sake of changing the world and changing humanity as a whole to live a different way. You know, like for instance, it's gonna be you know, really hard in the beginning, right? If you want real change, you gotta make real change happen. And how do you do that? You do the hard thing. You give up on all this, this ways of doing things like consumerism and live, learn to live with a lot less. You know, change your definition of success. You know, what's, what's the driving force of people you know, working and maintaining the system that is completely corrupt? You know, the money. It's your very will to get up in the morning to do everything because you need money to pay for your housing, to pay for your food, to pay for your heat, to pay for your car, to pay for your debts, to pay for you know, your fuel, to pay for your electricity, to pay for your student loans. I mean, we have this huge system of pay, 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 money, money, money. And it's why we do everything. And they give you just enough, just enough to survive, to force you all to compete harder and harder against one another for it. Well, <clears throat> if the majority of what you spend is on housing, stop living in housing. Live in a tent. There you go. There goes probably 50% of your, your monthly debt. You know, instead of having to pay for you know, heat and electric and all this stuff, if you're getting sponsored to live someone's backyard, you know, give them give them electric wire. Sure, your electricity will go up a little, but you know, so what? They're helping the community. They're helping this person over there take care of the kids, or helping that person over there take care of the grandparents, or helping this person over there, you know, mow their lawn or you know, fix their plumbing or you name it. There's endless services people can do in return. You know, for getting free electricity for people who are sponsoring them to, to for change. You know, what's electricity for? You get a hot plate to cook your food, to cook your rice that you and your friends went in on, your 50 pounds of rice, split it up, and now you're paying like, I don't know, $5 a month for the calories you need. Or $10 a month for the calories you need. You know, that and, you know, canned meats, like a can of salmon. You know, ball up some rice and you know, put some salmon in it and wrap it up in, in plastic. There's your food for the next couple days. You, know, you do it and you hand it out to all your friends you know, in the community. You learn to live with a lot less and live a different way, kids. You know, next generation. Hey, you depower the system because you're going to live a different way until they change. Not only here in America, but around the world. What they do? Lock every kid up for not going to school? Hey kids, guess what? You can open up a book and learn whatever you want. You know, show them you can do it a different way. You're like, hey, I know about this stuff. I know about the things I need to know about in order to survive in this world. And guess what? It ain't just, you know, science and math and arithmetic. 
and re and you know all the other stuff they 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 put in your head to say this is success. You know, in the world we're moving in tomorrow, you know, maybe it's about you know canning your own food or drying your food or survival skills of living on the out in the out in the woods because the whole environment's destroyed. You know, everyone's afraid of that, but hey, be prepared. You'll learn how to defend yourself. <clears throat> you know, think of new innovative ideas on how to change things. You can have your tent and you know, all your stuff in your car and pull up in someone's house and you know be sponsored to live there, but you know, unless you're you're developing yourself, honing your own ability for the future. I mean, then what's the point? You're, you're preparing yourself for, fa for failure as an entire generation. You know, be self-motivated. Go online and take free online courses. You know, with your with your your laptop or your your cell phone or your your pad, right? You'll become educated. You'll know what's going on. Know the truth. Learn to distinguish between the rhetoric of the right and the rhetoric of the left. You know, and try to come to the middle ground. Try to vote in people who want real change. You know, demand that women have rights in this country by voting them into office and mandating that they have rights and that mandating, taking that mandate that you know, the rights are given to everyone to have freedom and liberty and justice for all in this country, for finally real. Instead of under the command and control of the few who've been running the system for decades and decades and decades. Now, into the ground, by the way. Back when they got off of the 20 to 1 ratio of wealth disparity. Now you want to see what's wrong with the world, where there it is. This is why people can barely survive. And even while we have less and less and they have more and more, we still have endless amounts of pollution because those who have everything create most of the pollution. Yeah, that's a fact, people. Look it up. And yet, we all buy into it. This is why you have to drop out from the system. This is why you gotta not participate in it. You know, instead of getting ready for college and competing with each other and going to endless debt for jobs that don't exist, they're gonna be less and less available when they replace you with robots and AI. Now's the time to change things. And now's the time to stand up for your rights. Just like truck drivers. Now's the time to stand up for your rights. Just like cab drivers, now's the time to stand up for your rights. Just like cashiers, now's the time to stand up for your rights. And without us, the system doesn't work. Right now. In the future, without us, they can keep it going without us. You know, we'll soon be replaced. And then what are you going to do? You have no leverage. Now, collective bargaining is about using your ability to maintain you know, the system you know, to your advantage by not participating in it until it changes. That's exactly what a strike is. Well, hey, generation, strike. Demand change. You know, wait it out. Not by picket signs, but the way you live your life. You'll go live in some some place in the woods. You'll pretend you're fishing or camping or or hunting or mining. You know, whatever reason you need to be out there. And then call in one of your buddies to go go get food for the entire you know you know, people of the woods in your area. You know, once a week, someone goes out and gets all the potatoes and rice and you know, spices and you know, fuel and all the things we need. 
and you build a sustainable society out there, re-clean up after your shit and learn how to be a good camper. And while you're out there, here's an idea. Plant some trees. You'll clean up the environment. You'll show that there's a reason to be out there. They can't be like, oh, we don't like you doing this. We're the government. We're the authority. What we say is law. Well, sorry, authority. You can't stop us all. Just like the new run of you know, Area 51, good luck stopping everyone from living in the woods of America. You know, if times are tough, you'll move to different areas. If it's too hot, go north. If it's too cold, go south. You know, in America. You'll be nomadic. You don't stay in one place too long. Learn to be able to adjust and survive in different environments constantly, and the stronger you'll be. Because when the system does come crashing down, because that appears to be the direction it's going, right? Well, hey, you'll be able to cope. You can either learn to cope now and hone your survival skills by having a society you know, that isn't like it is today, but a society that learns to work together when times are tough. Yeah, then you'll be able to cope and get through it. You know, and then when the whole system comes crashing down, because one day it probably will, the way they're running things, but hey, we, we can muddle through it. We can see them for what they are and then change everything. You know, and have a, a real America that really is based on freedom, liberty, and justice for all. Capital A, capital L, capital L, underline. You know, and including you know, people who want change around the world. Hey, come to America. You know, Get married to someone who's an American. Come here if they don't want to change the laws. You know, they have the burden of proof that you know you just married for you know getting rid of this nationalism. You know, they can't prove it. And they can't force you to testify against yourself. It's their burden of proof to prove it. You know, there's more than one way to change the world, people. It doesn't have to be with money. It doesn't have to be with you know, standing in large groups, protesters, and getting shot at by police with rubber bullets and boots you know, boot stomped in the face. And tears of weapon, you know, mass, you know, weapons of mass destruction in the form of tear gas thrown at you. You don't have to do it that way, people. They own violence. You'll live your life a different way. Wear a green jumpsuit. You'll show humanity that we stand united together. You'll simply by walking around your daily life, the green jumpsuit on, you know, patches on you that you know what you support and what you stand for. But regardless if it's left or right, you want to stand for your know, freedom and rights to defend yourself you know, enshrine it forever, then, you know, stand up for that. You know, I'm pro-gun. As long as they're safe, guys, as long as they're safe. We can make our phones, you know, into personal computers. They can do everything. I'm sure as heck we can make guns smart. You know, smart enough that, you know, if someone steals it, they can't use it. If you're pro, you know, whatever. Wear that patch. You live your life a different way. Now, I know it sucks. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I've lived in a tent. You know, I've been homeless. You know, in the winter, I've lived in a tent homeless. You know, it sucks. You know, get yourself get yourself a pad, people. <laughs> you don't want to be on the ground. Just a little advice there. And it's uncomfortable, but, you know, you can muddle through it. I'm alive. I survived. You know, I lived in my car, I lived in my van, I lived in a storage unit, I lived on a small boat. You know, I lived in behind the curtains of the school. You know, I lived 
in an air duct. You know, hideaway place that no one knew about. Hey, you can do it, people. But even better yet, if you have a society where people help each other and live a different way, then hey, you're welcome to a better tomorrow. Because we can stand united against this bullshit. Both the haves and the have-nots. You know, both the old and the young. Both the those with money and those without. You have no excuse not to help out and help change the society. Either those who are dropping out to force change, or those who are helping people who are dropping out to force change. And I'm not saying it's a you know, one way to do it. You know, we need balance. You need both sides. You need those who want change and those who want to help. Those who want change. You know, and demand more money. You know, as change happens. Until the money system, you know, you know, falls flat on its face and reveals, reveals itself for what it is. A complete Ponzi scheme of debt and control. And if you're not going to support your fellow human being, you know, nothing will happen. Nothing will change. When you look to the authority for everything, instead of having transparency and having real justice because hey, now we know the truth. And when you look to authority, you're going to get nothing but this division. Because you're going to get nothing but lawsuits. Yeah, the lawyers have jacked up this entire country. That's a big part of it, people. Hey. You know, there's more to life than money, people. When you, when you have a lawsuit, demand accountability. Instead of everyone just copping out for, you know, a settlement, a settlement, demand accountability. That's just like this whole Oxycontin thing with the, the slackers, I like to call them. You know, get the slackers accountable. Don't sell for money. And it's the government that's doing it. They're selling for the money. Like, hey, states, demand accountability. Demand that they have to take responsibility for their actions. They're always claiming, oh, well, we didn't do anything. We are not admitting any, any fault. Well, you know what? You want to change the world, people? You know, demand that they admit fault. And then after they do that, Try to get the money. You know, selling for money before they admit fault, you'll never change anything. Demand they admit fault. Demand they're held accountable. You know, and that's that's just a you know different way of thinking. You know, everyone just like oh, I, they dangle a million dollars in front of you. Everyone's like, yeah, a million dollars. And people do anything for money. You know, even selling out the right for justice in a country that's supposed to be just supposed to be. I don't know how it is when you just sell it for money all the time. You'll never create any justice. You know, new lawyers who who are purveyors of trying to create justice, you're always looking for the big payday. Anything about paydays, people. Like I said, there's more to life than money. If you're doing fine, then I don't know why you're chasing money. You know, if you're if you need so much money, because you have so many expenses, well, maybe it's time for you to, you know, downgrade a little bit. You know, live in a one-bedroom house for once, instead of your sprawling mansions. You know, buy a, a used, you know, two thousand dollar car on Craigslist and get rid of your, you know, fancy brand new cars you buy every year or two. You pay endless sums of money for. I mean, it's ridiculous the lifestyles. You know, not just those people, but all the people in charge who are mucking up the system live. 
It's only when the people stand united to demand change from the system will it ever change. Do you think if things will reverse themselves by those in charge? You're finally seeing the light and then making real change? You're getting rid of the Patriot Act? You know what I like to call the bizarro Patriot Act? Because it's the exact opposite of what it describes. It's a, it's a surveillance control, control state act is what it is. You know, they will never hand any, an ounce of power to the people. Even though they're, they're supposed to sit there and represent the people, the will of the people, they don't. They will never hand it back to you. You have to demand it. And the only way to demand it isn't through the courts, isn't through protesting. It's living your life a different way. You're not buying into their money system. Not buying into, you know, the, the definitions of success that are around today. Now you support it when you go out and buy things all the time. Every single day, you vote with your dollars. Dollar vote. Every single day. And you have no idea that thing you're buying is, you know, destroying the planet in one form or another. You'll demand that when you buy something, it has a carbon index. It has a pollution index. It's, it has you know, a waste you know, plastic index or you know, how much water you're using index. You know, there's so many things you could rate things on to have more knowledge so when people buy something, when they vote every day with their money, you know, it'll be for the greater good of society because now they're informed. When you have a choice of you know, five or ten different things, pick the thing that's the most environmentally friendly. You know, and then if you did that, and if everyone did that, guess what? All the other corporations would have to start being more environmentally friendly because you're voting with your dollars. You're supporting you know, a system where you know, human decision-making and outward-looking ways of the future are done in real time every single day in a real way that forces change because you live your life a different way you are have the information and the knowledge and the transparency of your actions and how they affect society and the world if you've got like 10 items for sale and you know seven or eight of them are destroying the planet don't buy those things buy the two or three even though they're not as good that are solving the problem. And if none of them are doing it, buy it used. Or just go without. Or better yet, you know, start a competing company that's based on the ideals of doing a good thing. Of solving problems that need to be solved today. Right now. And investors you know, who own all these corporations, you know, just de-invest in those corporations that are doing the bad things. You know, regardless of how much money it makes, I don't know why you're always chasing money. Your money is always chasing money to get more money endlessly. What about the future of humanity, people? What about your kids' future? What about your own futures? Yeah, this may affect you. If you don't think you're going to die in the next 10 years, you know, this global climate change could affect you, most likely. You know, that and all the wars that are going on, they're going to be going on. I mean, it's crazy that we're a little, we're willing to just walk blindly down this road that you know, has been built for us and not, not stand up to make change. You know, people are finally waking up to the fact, but they're not really mobilized in the correct way, I think. You know, they keep trying to change the system within the confines of the system. And you can't do that, people. You know, we, you want big change, 
you need to have big changes. I'm sorry. I know it's tough. You know, I know it sounds impossible, but I like to believe anything's possible. You want to stand up by living your life a different way. You know, wear a green jumpsuit. You know, take you know, take it out into the streets. You know, show that you show solidarity and support for real change. You know, put you know an iPad on your back, showing the travesties going on around the world and actual data. You know, put a phone on your chest, strap it on there. You know, showing what's going on. You know, have a pitchfork or a torch going. Yeah, pitchforks and torches right on your phone, right on your chest. You know, demand change. It's all you gotta say is change. You know, don't yell and protest till you're blue in the face. Just say change. You know, people go online and see what change is. See what the demands are. You know, change your perspective. You know, you live your life that way, you change the world. You know, underneath that jumpsuit, here's an idea. You know, wear, wear one of those spandex bodysuits. You know how refreshing those things are? It's crazy. But it keeps, it keeps you clean so you don't have to shower as much. You can take off that jumpsuit and just air out. You know? And you have like 10 of those things. You know, you only have to wash your clothes, you know, once every like 10 days. Or if you have 20 of them, every 20 days. If you have 30 of them, every 30 days, or whatever you want to do. You know, and every one of them, in my opinion, would be really cool. As if they were all skeletons. Right? They want to have their apocalypse. Well, look at this now. The skeletons are everywhere. You know, the dead have risen. Yeah, you got what you wanted. We're fulfilling your prophecies. Well, guess what? It ain't what you thought. You know, it's the people standing up. The youth of America and the world standing up. Demanding real change. What are you going to do? Just pop all the, the dead people? Oh, we don't like them. They, they don't want to live within the confines and the rules of society that we've all succumbed to under the control system. Well, hey, there's a different way of living, people. You don't have to live like they do. And you can make real change by, you know, standing together in unison and making a statement together. Like the green jumpsuit thing or you know, putting the pitchforks and torches on your chest, on your cell phone, and, you know, an iPad on your back, you know, showing the travesties, and we're putting patches on. You know, taking that thing off, and underneath is just, you know, a skeleton. You know, the future of humanity, what's it? What is it? It's dead people. That's what it is. The world we're heading down today, it's dead people. And this is why I say you should wear skeleton suits, because, you know, it shows everyone the future. What's the future? You know, starving people, wars, killing each other, nuclear bombs. You know, environmental damage creating all this catastrophe because no one wants to change anything yeah that's the future you know dead people well own it you know show the world you know what they're creating you're creating an entire generation of dead people you know that's why we all wear spandex you know skeleton suits you know whatever version you want it doesn't have to be you know just a straight up skeleton there's so many different varieties but you know here's an idea wear superhero outfits underneath it too you wear your Spidey suit. Wear your Iron Man suit. I don't care. You know, get creative, kids. You don't have to be super to be a hero. You can just be a normal hero. You know, cleaning up the environment. Planting trees. Demanding change. Helping others. 
you know, putting out, doing things, and a high moral standard. So it depowers the system and empowers us. You know, that's that's success to me. That's being a hero to me. You know, it's going to suck. I mean, there's going to be people who are going to want to get in there and troll it and make it look bad and sue you. And I mean, it's crazy the amount of stuff that's probably going to go on to stop it. But, you know, if all the, the entire generation of kids just dropped out and demanded change, well, guess what? Change would happen. If everyone demanded women had equal rights, well, guess what? Change would happen. You know, vote in a woman. I don't care if they're left or right. If a woman's running, vote them in. You know, at least you change that dynamic. And women, get rid of nuclear bombs, please. Get rid of these penises ready to destroy the world. The man, male ego is like, oh, we gotta just kill everything. Endless posturing. Get rid of that. It's just like such an outdated method, methodology of thinking. You know, in a world where we can blow each other up with hypersonic missiles controlled by AI, it's not a world you want to live in. You need to change that. And guess what? In the future where we have that technology, and they're developing as quickly as they can, you know, there's only one thing that'll be able to oversee it. Millions of lines of code of some AI algorithm just watching endlessly, just waiting for you know, the smallest thing to set it off. You know, guess what? It can make a mistake, or that code could be faulty, or the logic of that AI may be wrong, or someone could have some backdoor, right? You know, it's so, it would be designed with so many possible faults that, you know, it's so dangerous. You know, beyond dangerous. It's life-threatening, not only for all humanity, but for all plant species and animal species around the world. Is that the world you want to go into and hand off to your kids? It's crazy. And really, the only thing to able to defend against hypersonic weapons with nuclear bombs controlled by AI is lasers controlled by AI. You know, that's the only path towards peace. If you want to still have, you know, a weapon-based ideology of drawing down, you know, military might. You know, personally, I think we just get rid of all of them. You know, no questions asked. But, you know, we don't live in that world. People are fear mongers and hate mongers. So what can you do? You know, you can justify it. You know, laser defense grid. You know, you can't shoot a laser over the horizon. Defense only. You know, when they're not being used for war, guess what? You can power satellites and launch spaceships with them. Make them dual purpose. You can power them with clean, free nuclear energy. And now you're able to divert all the money from the military to creating free, new, clean nuclear energy. You know, because it's for military defense purposes, right? You know, there's more than one way to change the world, people. But no one ever thinks big. They always want to keep doing the thing, same thing, the status quo. And this is, that's what I've been doing my whole life, is trying to think big, trying to think outside the box, trying to free my mind and seeing things from every single perspective to whittle down you know, what it is we need to do, the path we need to take in order to really change this world. And not by asking for it or by winding it through the courts for you know, 10, 15 years or however long, they want to spend, or how much money you got to spend on it. I mean, it's ridiculous to think you're going to get any real change with the system we have today. Especially in a partisanized court system. You know, they've been stacking the courts, you know, left and right for years, especially on the right. The right really pushes for it. You know, because they want it their way or the highway. But, in kind, the left responds because, you know, you can't just let them do that because 
Otherwise, they'd have no power. They'd have no say. But yeah, this partisanizing of the courts, all the way up to the Supreme Court, you know, the third knock of hypocrisy, yeah, it's wrong. Wrong to the extreme. That's the highest court in land, people. There is no higher. You know, they literally interpret the Constitution of the United States. And they're partisanized. You know, they, they should think twice before they elect someone else with a third knock of hypocrisy into that court system. And quite frankly, I think we should have 10 courts to 10. If they're so stressed for you know, time that they can't hear all the cases, you need more courts. You know, it's still the Supreme Court, right? Highest court in the land. But now there's 10 of them. You know, now, now it's, you know, you don't have like this swing vote. If they can't decide, well then, pass it on to the next group. If they can't decide, pass it on off to the next group. If they can't decide, pass it on off to the next group. And they can all police themselves and get rid of the crazies. You know, if the majority of the people who are in the middle, you know, the purples, think you're too red or you're too blue, you're out. This isn't a lifetime appointment. You know, you can still be fired. You know, checks and balances within their own system. You know, but that's too, that's too, like, out there thinking. You know, those who push for change, they really go, we need to increase the number to, to 10 or we need to increase the number to 15 or whatever. Because they're always trying to manipulate some partisan political change for their advantage. And really, I say, you know, you need more courts. Ten of them. They're all the Supreme Court. They're like a council of ten courts. Each one with ten. If you want to partisanize them, you know, go ahead. Five liberals, five, five conservatives. Five liberals, five conservatives. But really, you should be, you know, trying to find people who are in the middle. You know, straight up purple. And frankly, you should have... Half women and half men. But quite frankly, even more so, more women than men in today's world. Because men have been running amok for far too long. You need to have representation of minorities who are going to become the majority. The black, Hispanic, Native American, Chinese, Japanese. You know, homosexuals. Yeah, I said it. You know, maybe not the alphabet suit of soup of identity, identity uh, sexual identity, but you know, being gay is nothing new. People, it's been around since Roman times, and you just don't want to let them be represented. Well, maybe they should be. You know, gun rights owners, you know, right to defend yourself, they should be there too. You know, small government, yeah, people who are pro small government, they should be in the courts as well. I totally agree. Religious fanaticism? No. Religious fanaticism is at least half the problem in this country. That's half the problem around the world. You know, they're all just waiting for the end. And they push for it, quite frankly. All these wars in the Middle East? You know, who made them? Right? You know, those who supported the big oil companies. They support the status quo of all this division. You know, the, the, the religious fanaticism needs to stop. The country that's supposed to be, you know, freedom of religion, you know, separation of church and state. You know, when they're calling for theocracy, all I can say is, well, which one? You know, they're going to go back to old Europe, Catholics in charge? Uh, or in a country that's supposed to have freedom of religion? Are we going to go to a Islam state? Are we going to go to a, a Jewish state? Are we going to go to a pagan state? Or some 
version of Christianity state that you want? It's like, which is it? You all think you're right. Which one's going to control this country? I mean, it's ridiculous to say we're going to have a fascist theocracy. That's not America. I'm sorry. Got to call it for what it is. That's not America. It's not what America stands for. You know, all of you that want to be religious fanatics, guess what? You know, your forefathers were under the rule of the Pope for hundreds of years. And that's why they left Europe. And you come here to a country where you have freedom of religion, and you just want to close the door You know, after you walk in. Just like white people come to this country, you know, they want to close the door after they walk in. And I've heard it's with Hispanics too. You know, They come to this country, they're Americans now, they just want to close the door now that they've gotten in. No. You know, that door needs to be, remain open because America, you know, the purveyors of freedom, liberty, and justice for all, is the hub of the world when it comes to those things. And the only way to make that the hub of the world so that it you know, reaches out for everyone and creates global stability you know, for the people of the people, you know, by the people, is for America to be the example, for America to bring people in and have cultural exchange and learn what it's like to actually live with real freedom, liberty, and democracy. You know, not the form we have today, but the form which we can create for tomorrow. You know, we don't have to throw away everything. You know, I'm not saying, you know, get rid of it all, but like the laws, we can probably get rid of, you know, 80, 90 percent of it. Quite frankly, you know, once you have a middle ground, people, you know, stop changing the goalpost. Stop moving it around. This is what politicians do. They're always moving the goalpost. You know, arguing left and right. You know, make it so you can't change it for 10 or 15 years. Unless the next generation, the next administrations of people get in power, you know, they can discuss it and then change it every 10 or 15 years. But when you have this constant change, well, it's just constant, you know, division. It's constant fake news. It's constant, you know, people bickering, being divided. You know, we can bury the hatchet on these things and divide us. And I've told you numerous ways. You know, abortion, you know, people's right to their own body, bury the hatchet, come to the middle ground. You know, gun rights, you know, making guns safe, bury the hatchet, come to middle grounds. Immigration, make the make the country sustainable. Bring people in to make America amazing. Bury the hatchet and come to middle ground. You want to get rid of illegal aliens, we'll have legal aliens. If you don't have enough legal aliens coming in to the point where we have illegal aliens coming in, well, you need more legal aliens. Make them legal. You know, they're not going to get every right you know, well, I shouldn't say every right. They're not going to get every form of economic benefit that they have, that everyone has today. They're, they're going to learn to live with a lot less. But at least they won't be in the war zones that they are in now. You know, here's your tent. You know, here's your food supply. You know, go sit in someone's property and plug in to free clean nuclear energy and go help change the world. Make America amazing, and then guess what? If you help make it amazing and you're transparent and you're doing your part to make it amazing, if you reach a certain threshold, and it's verifiable, it's transparent, you know, you become a citizen. You know, people who are working to make this, this country amazing should gain that benefit. But if they're not, you know, kick them out. I'm sorry. You know, if you're not pulling your weight, then out you go. There's other people who want to get in from your country. You know, because the whole world needs to be represented here. You'll get people from every single country in Africa. Get people from every single country in the Middle East. Get people from every single country, in South America especially, in Mexico. You know, countries that are doing the wrong thing, 
know, maybe you shouldn't support them. Maybe you shouldn't be giving all your money and corporations and wealth to them. Like everyone says, who's our biggest enemy now? China. That's what everyone says. Personally, I don't think they are. But it's like, if you say they're your biggest enemy, then why are you exporting all your jobs and your money and your corporations over there? It makes no sense to me. You'll have a rating for every country and be like, hey, these countries are doing the wrong things. They don't stand for freedom, liberty, and justice. You know, regardless of the economic benefit, you know, then they're they're not on your good side. You know, raise the tariffs on them. You know, and as they work towards changing things, you lower the tariffs. Countries doing the right thing, you invest. You help them out. You do what you can. You bring them into your country. You have more immigration for them. You have cultural exchange. You have understanding. You'll never have a, a peaceful world until you have cultural exchange and understanding. This is why you need to have immigration. Everyone wants to push the rhetoric outward with weapons of war. You have your hundreds of military bases and endless research spending. It's like, I mean, you should be doing the opposite. You should be bringing people in. And you're know, showing them what America is really like. Not the world we have today. Not the America that it is today. But the America that could be in the future. You know, 2019, this ain't America. This is not what America stands for. I'm sorry, people. Now, 2021, 2025, you know, I hope before then, you know, this is what America stands for. You know, bring people in on that. Help make America amazing. Be the example to help make the world amazing. You know, do the right thing. Not by winding it through the courts and this authority control system, which doesn't work, by the way. You know, it barely works, but only for those with all the money and control, right? You know, it only serves the few with the money. It doesn't serve the rest of us, so for everyone else, I don't know why you support it. It's just a big sham. You could replace that with transparency and organic, you know, analog leadership. You know, like, a like version of leadership. You vote the same way they do. One person, one vote, vote, one voice. You move past the world we have today into a new world. And how do you do that? You go back to the 1980s, before all this bullshit started. Before the Reaganomics. You make the wealth disparity 20 to 1, or better yet, 16 to 1. You de-ravel this ridiculous myriad of ridiculous laws we have today which do nothing but separate humanity from itself, give all the rights to the, those in power and the establishment and the corporations and big money and the banks and give it back to the people. You know, bring back the people. You know, bring back the voice of the people. You know, get rid of this divisionism in our, our, our media systems. You know, created by Rupert Murdoch and you know, the status quo of the elitism when it comes to the voice of America and the world. You know, they do it all over the world. You know, ask, ask Australia. That's where they started it. You know, bring back the voice of the people and finally the truth. And from there, you can finally have a you know, reasonable discourse between the people you know, in a transparent way of the youth leading, or the women leading, to finally make real change. I want to hear you a bunch of political pundits, blah, 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 hate speech. No. Women only, youth only. You know, and the men can help out as well in the youth, but it should be the youth. 
here, you know, 16 to 30 year olds should be, you know, changing the system. And quite frankly, a lot of Generation Xers too, because we used to believe in change too. I guarantee you, so did a lot of baby boomers, but they seem to have forgotten it. They're the ones who, who are stopping all the change because they need to have their money. They got to have their retirement. They got to have their pensions. They got to have, they got to constantly, you know, have their entitlement from, from a system which is, doesn't work. It's only benefited the few, the old and the powerful. You know, it needs to change. You support a system that's completely messed up this country and the world. It needs to change. You don't deserve to have all that money and entitlement at the very last you know, part of your life when you've lived your whole life with money and entitlement. You know, the youth of today, the they're screwed. They're screwed. Your kids and grandkids, they're screwed. It's like, here's a big old you know, bucket of shit, kids. Deal with that. You know, and they believe in the same mindset of brainwashing, which is this different definition of success that you push on them since the day they're born. To be just like you. To have all the money. To have all the stuff. To have a house. To have debt. To have a car. To have a wife. To have kids. It's just an endless litany of things you got to accumulate in life. But I'm saying you can live with a lot less people. A lot less. Believe me, I know. I've done it. I've been there. I used to be in the military. You know, I used to be homeless. Just like a lot of people. You know, it's not impossible to live with less. To live with a different version of reality. That instead of the one that they push on you. And old people, hey, what was it like when you were a kid? Were you trying to change the world? Right? And why, why would you try to stop the youth of today from trying to change the world? If they all want to drop out from school, demand real change, take a year or two off, or three, or four, or five, well then maybe that's what it takes. They can all read books online. They can all take tests online. You know, they can all do what they need to do to survive online. To show that they're putting forth effort online. You don't need to bust your kids off to school every day. They can self-learn. Hey kids, be responsible. You know, show you're better than them. Show you can do it a different way. And I'm not talking you need to know you know, college level stuff, you're preparing for college. I'm just saying, know the basics. You know, learn how to learn. That's all you gotta do. You know, show your your parents and your grandparents all you need to do is pick up a book and read it. And you'll know what's going on. You'll make a list of the books you've read. Right? Be transparent about it. Then they can't question, oh, our kids aren't being educated. Well, yeah, we are, grandma and grandpa. We're self-educating. And we're dropping out of the system until it changes. And we're becoming educated in the past, you know, history, you know, how the control systems, you know, manipulated all of society through multiple wars and continues to do so today. You know, who benefits from all this? The few. The military-industrial complexes of the world. You know, those types. You know, that needs to change, people. Going to change by you participating in the system like it is today and doing your little protest groups, being a target of mass surveillance and rubber bullets and tear gas. It ain't going to happen. It's going to change by you living your life a different way. It's going to be changed by you 
standing together and saying, hey, look at me. I'm wearing a green jumpsuit. Or if you're not wearing that, a, a skeleton, you know, spandex suit. You know, you have a, a torch or a pitchfork on your chest. Yeah. A, uh, a tablet on your back showing the travesties going on in this world and facts and data about what's actually happening. Because people can finally wake up who don't seem to give a shit about what's going on. And all your zombies walking around buying into the system. If you don't buy into the system and you demand change and you wake them up, well then they have to deal with it. They have to feel uncomfortable enough where they have to actually sit there and decide, well, do you want a system where you know, this, the control system runs amok or do people take the power back? Not just in America, around the world. You know, the people of all countries, you know, America, Russia, China, Iran, probably even North Korea, the people want peace. The people want change. The people want to stop living without the rule and the thumb of the very few with all the money and power and rhetoric and guns and religion pressing down on them. Just like old Europe. You know, bring back cultural values. This old European way, you know, it's been pushed throughout the entire world. By America. By, by old Europe. You know, who's the ones who made the lines in the sand, people? Europe. You want to bring back the will of the people? Get rid of the lines in the sand. They India and Pakistan. You want peace? Get rid of the lines in the sand. Start marrying each other from other countries. You know, mar you know, Indians marrying Pakistanis. Pakistanis marrying Indians. You know, getting rid of that line. Same thing in the Middle East. You want to get rid of the division? Hey, nothing stronger than family ties. Am I right? Marry someone from a different religion. You know, Shiites and Sunnis. Hey, marry each other. You know, people from you know other religions that are you, they, they say you are your enemy. Marry them. But quite frankly, women should just not marry at all. You know, you can say no to marriage, control the rhetoric of you know, women having rights in this country and around the world. But at the same time, if you do feel like you have to get married, marry someone from another country, marry someone from a different religion, marry someone from a different social class. You know, make it happen. Use it today. There's nothing saying that you can't do that. Except for your parents and your grandparents saying, this is the status quo and this is what you have to do. And you have to conform. You don't have to conform. You can do whatever you want. Whatever your mind thinks can become reality. Because that's the world we live in today. All this bullshit going on. All these nuclear bombs. All this wealth disparity. All this debt. All this money. All this stuff. It's all a concept of human mind, people. We used to live at one with nature. You know, Native Americans? You know, before Europeans got here? You know, that's when it was the freest. They lived in harmony with nature. They lived in a sustainable way. They didn't try to take over the entire continent of one, one ideology rules. They got along, even though they were different. They didn't get along perfectly. I mean, let's just admit. But they got along enough. You know, they had a live-and-let-live attitude. And quite frankly, the women... We're more in control. And that's, that's in a large part, how they did it. What, what, did, what did the white man do when they got here? Just pop, 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 pop. Just genocide. You know, hundreds of years. Can't even, you know, practice your religion or your, 
your language all the way up until the middle of the 1900s. Yeah, that far. I think it was the 1970s. It's crazy in my lifetime. But that's that's America. You know, that's the travesty that was perpetrated on this soil years and years ago. And you can't go back and undo that. You can't go back and undo slavery, right? Your reparations, you want real reparations? You know, have real freedom, liberty, and democracy for everyone. For everyone. How do you do it? You demand it. Through change. Through transparency. Through standing up. And changing the way you live. And if you do that, you know, nothing can stop you, next generation. Because if the whole generation did it, and stood together, then eventually, you know, the old people would finally fade away. Because that's what happens. That's life. You know, life is, goes on and, you know, the old generation and their biasness and religious hatred and bigotry and, you know, it just fades away eventually. If you allow it, if you stop listening to them, if you stop buying into their ways of deceit and division, you know, help each other out. You'll live a different way. Stand united. And if you do it and you wait long enough, then heck, you can change the world. But I'll tell you, the old generation, they could have changed the world if they kept waiting it out, the hippie generation, until the 80s and 90s. Guess what? They would have created change. I, I really, truly believe that. You know, this control system probably would have never taken place. It would have, it would have formed differently, but it didn't. They didn't have the networking. They didn't have the technology. Yeah, and on one hand, I blame them, but on the other hand, I also, I can't blame them because they just didn't have the tools, the proper tools, needed to come together. And guess what, kids? You do. You have the tools. You just don't have the will. You just don't have the, the foresight and the, the ability to see things through a long period of a lifetime to see that you can change things. You know, that's what age brings you. It's like the older you get, the more you know. The more you understand, the more you're able to figure and piece things out and say, hey, this is what we could do to change things. But by then, most people your age, when you're older, don't give a shit. All right? you, have, you have the sight, but then most people are just comfortably numb to maintaining status quo and living their fancy lives. And getting as much as they can out of life before they kick it. You know, it's a sad state of affairs of the world. And this is why no, nothing will change until the youth change America. Until the youth change the world. Period. Nothing will change until women stand up for their rights. Take the power back. For the first time ever. You can do that in America. You can vote every single person in the office. Make them a woman. Every single person. I don't care if they're left or right. If a female's running, if they're conservative or liberal, vote for them. I don't care if they're conservative, liberal, or the middle. As long as they're not extremists, right? You don't want to put extremists in there, but hey, you know, if it's a man or a woman, vote a woman in. You know, men need to step aside just for once. If you want real change, men, you know, there it is. You want real change, next generation? Well, there it is. Do you change one giant dynamic that's been missing in America for a very long time? Because guess what? I honestly believe if women were in charge, they would see the light and realize that we need to get rid of nuclear bombs. We need to get rid of these phalluses that are threatening to destroy humanity. And they're using that threat to justify everything else they do. You know, how do you justify an endless 
military industrial complex have nuclear bombs. Half the threat of impending doom hanging over everyone's head. The sword of Democles that justifies it all. Get rid of that, then hey, everything else starts melting away because you can't really justify it anymore. It's really hard to take over a country with conventional weapons. It really is. And try as you may, you know, it would be tough. You gotta try something, America. If you don't do something, it'll be too late. If you keep allowing them to kick the can down the road and have Mr. No-Go, you know, the Grim Reaper himself, standing there and saying, change will not happen, while they stack the courts of partisanism and deceit and you know, being able to call it your vote a lie one of these days because it'll be invalid, they'll claim it is. You know, you're never gonna change anything until you change something. A dynamic change. You know, something that's off the wall change. And that means living your life a different way, like I've been saying. You know, standing up for your fellow American. You know, even if they're not white. Even if they're not male. Even if they don't have money. Even if they're not the establishment of the old people. You know, who, who can you stand up for? You know, get behind and back fully and completely, the youth. You know, your own children and grandchildren. The women. Who need to lead this world into the future. You know, I hate to put the burden on you women, but you know, you're the first domino to fall. I mean, you're the ha one half of oppressed humanity. Right? Still don't really have rights. Still don't really have a say. Barely do. You know, it's getting there, but eh, they're holding it back. They're, they're doing a no-go on you. Like, nope. You can't make it there. We're going to stop that. You need to get together and be like a force. You get your glitter. Be a force to be reckoned with in a feminine way. You know what you need to make it happen. You need to be all knowledgeable. You need to read some books. You know, and see things from all points of view. And, and come to an informed decision as a group. Not group think, but you know, by yourself. And then as a group, discuss it. And then... See how you can make a better day together. And men of their generation, back them up. Let them be the leadership and you do what they say. You support them 100%. And you help them along the way. You know, you try to make it a little easier for them, right? Because guess what? You know, women aren't into camping and fishing as much as you would think. Well, you know, show them how it can be enjoyable. Now, I'm not saying all women are like that. I don't want to be sexist, but, you know, in my experience... You know, most women aren't outdoorsy types, right? But they can be. You know, I've met a lot of women who are. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But men need to be able to step up, you know, and show them a new way. And quite frankly, a lot of men aren't outdoorsy types now either. They need to learn it. You know, you need to back them up with their decisions. And if it takes, you know, dropping out of society to do that, well, then that's what it takes. You know, it's sad but true that we have to come to this point. But if you want big change, you got to demand big changes. You know, getting rid of nuclear bombs, that's a big change. You need to demand big changes. You know, laser defense grid. You know, self-defense only. You know, hands in the AI in the hands of the people. Instead of on nuclear missiles going at hypersonic speeds. You know, which is it? Which world do you want? You could expend your military expenditures on clean nuclear power and laser defense grids and use those for, for 
for civilian purposes as well to help change the world. And when someone does attack, you know, hell, then you can defend yourself. Now you have that capability. And the only way to defend against hypersonic missiles, in my mind, isn't more hypersonic missiles. You know, the endless threat of, I'll kill you, you kill me, right? Mutually assured destruction. No. You know, the only way to d defend against hypersonic missiles and nuclear bombs is a laser defense grid. You know, a laser defense grid can't blow up the planet, unlike hypersonic missiles that are controlled by AI. You know, millions of lines of code, something's bound to go wrong, people. You know, one person up there able to push that button, and your ego gets hurt, something's bound to go wrong, people. You know, that's the biggest threat in the world. It, it isn't nuclear bombs, it's someone's ego. Isn't that crazy? Someone's ego. And who are we putting power? The most egotistical people there are. When you should have the most humble people there are. You know, anti-establishment people. Establishment wants nothing but to establish more establishment for themselves and their crony establishment friends. You know, people who aren't establishment, you know, the working class, your bartenders or truck drivers or teachers or scientists, thinkers of the world. You know, those are people who should be electing in the positions of power, not career politicians and lawyers. I'm sorry, people, you need to see the light, young people. You know, have a standard. And that standard is not what we have today. Stop electing these egotistical, you know, your, your type of people who are in high school that just are own everything. Those are the same people running the country. You know, that mindset needs to change. It's like the biggest bullies are the people you're putting in charge. The biggest bullies. Here you go. Here's all the power. Because they're the ones who fight for it the most. Because that's the cutthroat competition doggy dog world we live in when it comes to politics and money and corporations and this this compete society that we have today which is the exact opposite of what we need which is a helping out society we should have tomorrow you know how do women run things they help out how do men run things they compete well there you go there's a dynamic change this is why women need to be in charge this is why you need to vote women into power you know men you've had your time you've had your chance to change the world Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. Your time is over. Let women change the world. At least they give them a shot before it's too late. This is the last roll of the dice. This is the last pull of that, you know, that that arm on this, on this you know, future we got going. You know, maybe, just maybe, you know, the women will finally score. And go big. You know, wouldn't it be nice if humanity finally truly had freedom, liberty, and democracy, especially here in America, where we could lead it. And hopefully, throughout the world, where other women around the world can demand change too, by saying no to marriage, and if you have to get married, marry someone from another country, or another religion, or another social class. Who cares what your parents think? Parents, you're wrong. You've been wrong for a long time. Why are you wrong? Because you've been listening to your parents, and they listen to their parents, and they listen to their parents, and on and on and on. And it's all been wrong. You know, because... What have you created? You created a system where we have the world we have today, which cares nothing about the environment, cares nothing about each other, cares nothing about people from other countries, you know, has wealth disparity through the roof, pollution through the roof, you know, sword of Democles hanging over heads, nuclear bombs, you know, hypersonic missiles, you know, soon to come and be you know, instead of swords, it'll be, you know, spears ready to just be 
slash down at you at any moment. You know, that's the world we're moving into. What, what do you want to do? Nothing? Do you want to have Mr. No-Go stand there? Do the Grim Reaper himself stand there and say, No, you shall not pass. You really you just need to punch him in his big clown nose and be like, Hey, no, we need change. And in this country, unlike a lot of countries, in this country, you can elect him out. Like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah, you can. You know, drop out of society. Dro stop what you're doing. You know, stop your version of success. Move to gerrymandered states. You know, get sponsored to sit in the county that's gerrymandered the most, where your vote counts the most, but represent representation, you know, is overvalued for the few. You know, go live there and ungerrymander these states. Demand real change. You know, and you can register to vote the moment you land in that state and say you're going to live there. And you don't have to live in the residence. They're going to try that. Be like, oh, you don't live there. Yeah, I do. And I go in you know, once a week. I have a tent. Or you can even just stay in the room. If they want to you know, split hairs, they stay in the garage. They stay in the room. They stay in the basement. They stay in the RV. It's still a residence. You still preside there. Well, now you're a resident. Now you can vote. Now you can make real change. Now you're giving of your time and your life of trying to succeed and make your life better You know, as an entire generation of youth. Well, then the old people can support you and see that what you're doing is for the good, not you just dropping out and trying to be a homeless bum. Because that's the label to try to put on you. Oh, you don't want to be successful. You want to be a burden on society. Yeah, I want to be a burden on society because if you don't become a burden on society, society doesn't fucking change. That's like the whole point of protesting. To make it hard for people who don't seem to give a fuck. When you power down society, and guess what? It's going to make it hard for other ones who don't seem to give a fuck. If the whole generation did it, well, you know, see what happens. You know, let them show themselves for their true colors when they replace everyone with robots and AI, or attempt to. Because that's the future that's coming, people. You can hear see the future today while you can still make change happen by demanding change, you know, by truck drivers, you know, not, you know, depowering the system as well by not shipping goods, dropping out as well. Or you can wait until they replace you all. Right? What are you going to do? Are you going to do change? Or are you going to Wait until they replace you all. You don't have to be in union demand change. You can just collectively go online. The whole country wants change. Well, everyone's doing a strike. You don't have to be in union. Just do it. If they fire you, so what? You got a tent. You got your hot plate. You got your clothes. You got your green jumpsuit. You're ready for change too. You got someone prepared to sponsor you too. There you go. Now you can leverage and force the collective bargaining. The will of the people. Standing up to those who control it all. You know, we the people, the entire country needs to unionize. The youth needs to unionize. The women need to unionize. If you don't do it now, when will you do it? Are you going to kick the can down the road in another decade? Well, guess what? By then, sorry, too late. There's the writing ain't on the walls you know, for you now that the problems are very big today. You know, global climate change being one of the number ones. But another thing is, you know, your vote not being real, news not being real. You know, those who listen to you, who are, who are supposedly listen to you, not listening to you. You know, they just wind things through the courts and do their spiel. You know, this system, go back to the 1980s. Just take all the laws, back to the 1980s. Now we can remake the new ones. You know, we had some good ideas for... You know, the stuff that we use today, you know, let's review those. Let's go back to 1980, before all this 
Shit hit the fan in the first place. Review the laws and make them sensible again. Let's whittle them down to something that makes sense. Get rid of this war on drugs, which is a war on culture and a war on religions of those cultures, in my opinion. If it's natural, then hey, so be it. You know, give people options and they won't do bath salts and they won't do, you know, fake opium. You know, hey kids, here's a marijuana joint. You know, this is mushrooms. This is peyote. This is athawasca. You know, you want to free your mind, have a different reality, you know, relax from, you know, the stress of society. Well, here it is. Let's stop doing heroin and meth and opium, you know, and all the bad stuff. You know, bath salts. I mean, bath salts, people. Come on. If you don't give people options, they're just gonna do whatever. If you give people options, well then, you know, they're gonna do those options. But you gotta make a system where, you know, a certain percentage of people in America and the world have addictive personalities. You know, and they're really depressed and their lives are hard. Well, make it so they can go to rehab. Make it so they can have mental health counseling for free. You know, how do you do that? People just volunteer. Hey, I, I've gone through hard times and I'll help you with your mental problems. Come over here and let's have a little group. You know, how many people can raise their hands and truly say that they can do that? I know a lot of people. Why? Because they've gone through hard times themselves. You know, read a book, a couple of books about mental health counseling. You know, Put what you've learned in life because you've gone through problems yourself and apply them. Help others get through their hard times. If you want to have freedom, that's true freedom. You should be able to do the things you want to do without, you know, the system of morality, of control, you know, forcing their will upon you. You got to make a system where it's holistic. You got to give people freedom. And if people have issues with and abuse that freedom, you give them a place where they can readjust, I guess you could say. Not by penalizing, not by you know, cruel and unusual punishment where you lock everyone up and throw away the key and you know, let them just go at it with their raping and murdering and no transparency and no one giving a shit and no rights once they're in there. No. You make a system where people have a place where they can overcome their difficulties. Right? You house people who have the same criminal background in the same prisons. That way you have your protesters in one, your drug addicts in another, your rapists in another, your murderers in another, your thieves in another. You know, you're one gang here and one gang there next to each other so they can figure out how to get along. You put your two gangs in different prisons that are close by and have a co-mingling cool area where they can you know, figure out where they can get along because guess what gang members? You're more alike than different. You're all... You're all under the, the thumb of those who have all the money and power. You're more alike than different. I don't know why you stand against each other. Other than you're fighting for money and territory. You know, being just like them on the top. Dang. You want to you wanna have equal representation and you know, get rid of all this violence and division. Stop being like them. Work together. But you need to make a society where it's holistic. It's sustainable. You give people freedom, and you also have the ability to have actions that holistically continue that freedom. You know, like weapons, right? You don't want to get rid of guns, guys. I hear you. I'm pro-gun. 
with smart guns, you know, bringing back three-round bursts, well, guess what? It's not just the white, you know, rhetoric of males who have the gun culture today that will have you know, the ability to defend themselves. It'll be everyone. It'll be women. It'll be minorities. It'll be homosexuals. It'll be everyone. Everyone should defend themselves in some form or manner in the future. I don't care if it's, you know, some mace, a smart baton, a needler, or a smart gun. Well, now that everyone is in the culture of defending themselves, and maybe, just maybe, we should put in something that you know, doesn't allow people who are crazy, who, on all races, on all sexes, on all sexual orientations, to do crazy things with weapons that can kill everyone. You, know, you want three-round bursts? Well, you got to pass a test. You got to pass a mental evaluation. You know, in the top 10%, you know, you get three-round bursts. You know, the top 20%, you have semi-automatics. Guess what? That's still more people that have them today. It would spread the amount of people who can defend themselves in this country. You know, everyone else below them, you're the top 50%, you get, you get smart guns. If you, if you fall below the 50% or you don't want to take the training, well then, hey, you know, you, you're limited to weapons of self-defense that are non-lethal. You know, and that's a good thing, in my opinion. The less lethal weapons are, I say, the better. But if they're smart, well, then now we, now we know the truth. There's a recording of what happened, verbally. There's a recording, potentially, a recording of the visual of what happened. And there's GPS data. There's, and it's all under your control. It's, it's not something they can just yank out and use against you. It's your data that you have to unlock or destroy. You know, and now things change. Now you have responsible, you know, responsibility with the ability to defend yourself. You'll be at lethal or non-lethal weapons. Now you have, you know, that culture back where America is strong because it's able to defend itself. Because it can have pitchforks and torches in their hands. Because then the leadership listens to us. Now who's the leadership in the future? It's us. It's us, the people. You know, instead of this corrupt, you know, big money... You know, once every four-year leadership bullshit that they got going on today. Hey, you can still have leadership, but you know it's analog. It's organic. It's driven by people who do the right thing, getting more people to vote like them. People doing the wrong thing, losing people who vote like them. You know, people who know what's going on, of the changes that need to happen, gaining power, and those who don't, losing power. And it's okay, because guess what? Heavy is the head that holds the crown. The higher up you are, the more transparent you have to be. And anyone who has transparency that high and has that high leadership can't gain from their actions of leadership. And if they do, it's illegal. You go to jail. No more lobbyist shark tanks in the swamp of Washington. You'll get rid of that. You know, that, that's the solution. It shouldn't be a benefit to be a leader, people. It should be a detriment in your life. You can still have, you know, people listening to what you say and, you know, having books and speaking deals, I guess, you know. But, you know, the higher up you are, the more visible you are. The lower down you are, the less visible you are when it comes to leadership. And if you're gaining from your high visibility, that's wrong. That's what creates all these problems in the first place. You shouldn't want to be in leadership because you want money. There's more in life than money, people. There's freedom. 
there's liberty, there's justice, there's equal representation, there's fixing the environment, there's you know fixing nationalistic divides that create war around the world, there's fixing cultural divides that create war around the world, there's fixing religious divides that create even more war around the world. I mean, it's ridiculous the things we need to fix. If that's what leadership should be doing, fixing these things, compromisement, coming to the middle ground, not with the rhetoric of money and power and, you know, at the economic benefit, no matter what. No, there's more to life than money, people. I'm here to say, more to life than money. You know, there's zero sum totality of, you know, a ledger at the bottom that says, I've got this much money, it needs to go away. That's not success, people. That's a road to disaster. Because it just blindly follows the money. Which, you know, look at the industrial complexes we have today that support Hollis Division. That's what you get. The medical industrial complex, the military industrial complex, the prison industrial complex, the judicial pers uh, industrial complex, the border industrial complex. I mean, the list goes on and on. And it all supports surveilling you. Of picking that needle out of the haystack of humanity that they don't like. You know, that's the Orwellian future we're moving into if you don't do anything. You want to be that little needle in the haystack they don't like? Well, if you don't, then maybe you should change things. Maybe you should stand up for your, your rights and yourself and your fellow citizens and the future of humanity today. Not wait for the, those in charge to do something tomorrow. Because they never do. You know how I know that? Because they never have. They never have. You know, at least changing that dynamic of women being in power will start to change everything. I think. At least I hope. You, know, you need to be a team. You need to use your the glitter of, you know, human hope, female hope coming together as a team to make things happen. No matter what you know, spectrum of color you are, you're all the same, right? You're, you're, you're gold or you're green or you're red or you're pink or you're blue, it doesn't matter. You're all women, you're all people, you're all the same. Even if you have different ideologies of what you think society should be, what's the middle ground? Why are you always trying to compete when you can come together, right? You at least do it for now. And then in the future, in a stable, sustainable world, guess what? The next generation could come up with better ideas and more sustainable and more ways of coming together than you could ever imagine with the help of AI. In their hands. Not in the hands. Those control everything. You know, stand up for your rights. Demand real change. You know, by the way you live your life. And guess what? Real change can happen, but you have to believe in it. You have to live it. You have to become that change. Even if that means with living a lot less. If you live with a lot less, then hey, there's nothing they can do to stop you. Because they no longer have that pressure on you anymore. Right? What's your expenses if you live in a tent with, with, with a hot plate and everything you need to survive? Practically none. You know, all you need is someone to sponsor you to live on their land or you know, live in their, their attic or their basement and then, hey, 
you tell them, your promise to them is, you're going to help out society. You're going to figure out some way of either protesting the system every day and you know, spreading the word of change, or you're going to go out and help mow someone's lawn or you know, take care of the, someone's grandkids or take care of someone's grandparents, right? Do, do the chores that need to be done. You know, don't expect anything back, young people. This is how I view loans. I give the money away, I don't expect it back. Don't expect it back at all. And if you get it back, then maybe you, you know, are charitable to that person again. If you get nothing back in return, you're no longer charitable to them anymore. You move on. Find people who are respectful of your goodwill and are returning of it eventually. You respect them, give them enough, and maybe they'll respect you. But don't expect to get something in return directly. Because if you live your life like that, you're just buying into the control system. The this for that attitude needs to go away. And that's part of what the whole problem is. And when you start introducing money in between every single exchange that happens, you're just introducing legality and you know all these you know, libraries full of law every time you do something with someone and involve money in it. If you give your time and effort, your own free will, and everyone does, and you're transparent about it, you know, just show that you are a charitable person, and you show you put out in society, and then you also show that you take from society a certain amount, but not too much. And hey, you know, there is no being held by the rule of law and the orders that control the world today with money, because you don't use money. At least not in the traditional sense we have today. Quite frankly, in my mind, your money should be a two-part system. One based on the destruction of the environment that you get as a dividend once a year. You know, and one that's based on you know, your, your human output, your labor, every single day, which just keeps accumulating. The more you do, the more you accumulate. And you can break it down to a month-to-month -month and year-by-year -year basis. Right? And you should strive to help others out more. That makes you more quote-unquote wealthy because you're more charitable. You're giving of your time more than the other person. That's how you build society that makes everything amazing for everyone. Of course, you're going to want to have your top ten list of things you want done. Like, who wouldn't like to get a massage once a week? I know I would. Well, the world I'm talking about, since it's all labor, you know, I think it's like 70% of the workforce or more is labor nowadays, it's service. And hey, I'm talking about making real change when you get rid of the money. You know, if you're hungry, you know, someone's giving away free food in their house. Go over there and eat it. Right? Nothing illegal about that. It's for free. If you want to smoke some weed and someone grew some weed and they're just giving it away, go get it. Not paying any money for it. There's no this for that. There's no little game of, oh, here's your quote-unquote free weed in a chocolate bar. You know, $40 for that chocolate bar kind of gaming they got going. No. You'll give it away for free. Be transparent about it. Like, hey, I grew, you know, pounds of weed and I gave it away all year. Well, people should recognize that. That you're a giving person. That you give away free weed. Don't talk about bringing, you know, the power back to the people. The real people. Who can go weed in their own homes every single day. 
I'm telling you people, you just got to think a different way. And it'll be a new day. You get rid of all the rules and rhetoric of law that's completely contrived for the control system and take back the control in your own hands by living a different way. And if they would do want to lock you up, well, well, good. You can, like, protest that as well. You know, demand your day in court, first by judge and then by jury. Demand full representation by your public defender. You know, no, no more plea deals. You know, fill up those jails. And then when you come out, you know, tell the world what it's like in there. You know, and get, get other people to testify who you were with. Or just as a lot law-abiding citizens as you are. That you're placed right next to murderers and rapists. I mean, I'm sorry, murderers and rapists. I know they're not all bad people. You know, circumstances create th- themselves and, you know, life is what it is. But you got to admit, you're putting protesters next to murder and rapists has a chilling effect on the right of people to say their grievances to those in power. Because all they do is lock you up and throw away the key right next to someone who could torture you or dismember you or kill you or rape you with no oversight, with no recourse. Are you going to complain to the prison system? A system where you have no rights? What are they going to do? Nothing? The second you step foot in there, there's no transparency and you have no rights. That's the, that's the legal system we have today. You know, it is cruel and unusual punishment. And you're warehousing people, you know, stacking them three, four high in warehouses. Not the right answer. I'm talking about putting rats in the cage and making them go crazy. You want to have everyone locked up, well, do it like Norway does. You know, look at some, you know, look at like Finland and Norway and some other Nordic countries and the way they do things. You know, they actually reform people. Reform. That's what prison's for. It's for reform. Anyone can be reformed. Right? If their crimes are so heinous, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't reform them. You should reform them, but maybe you shouldn't let them out. Because their crimes are so heinous, right? But at the same time, you know, cruel, cruel and unusual punishment isn't the answer. You know, transparency is the answer. You know, putting people who create the same crimes together in the same places is the answer. You know, getting rid of the chilling effect of speaking your mind and fighting for your rights in this country with the cruel and unusual punishment of throwing protesters in with rapers and murderers. You know, rapists and murderers. You know, things need to change. And everyone doesn't want to change the prison system, but the prison system is what's creating this conflict of you know, people not being able to stand up for their rights. It's like the whole thing where people's trying to stand up against the oil industry. What do they do? They slap them with like these federal charges that have penalties of you know your entire lifetime. It's ridiculous. You know, this this extreme extremeness of law that they've gone into of just absolute draconian measures to subvert justice and their rights to speak up for yourself, they're wrong. They're not American. You know, anyone in the court that says otherwise, you know, is a partisanized, you know, political pundit in my opinion. We just want more division and more control for those who already have all the control. You're just supporting a system that doesn't work. Things need to change. Wholesale. Everywhere. 
You know, it sucks, kids, but you know, it's better than the revolutions of the past. Right? Siege is an option. You know, waiting it out is an option. You know, charity is an option. Truth and transparency, because we have the technology today, is an option. You can do things a different way than your parents and your grandparents ever could. But you, you use technology as a plaything and not a tool. You need to use it as a tool. You need to pull out that skill saw. You need to pull out that, that Dremel tool. You need to pull out that drill. You use it as a tool. Technology should be a tool until things change, not a plaything. You know, I hate to say it, but, and it sucks because who doesn't love their cell phone? But, you know, like Snowden says, these things are being used to control society. And either you're going to let it do that, or you're going to take the power back and use technology as a tool. And until you make that distinction in your mind and in your life, things will never change. You know, like I said before, if you want to change the system, you got to look out, with the conf out within the confines of the system. you got to change it in a different way. You have to search high and low and hack through these forests of ideas on how to force change the system back into the hands of the people and get rid of this run amok system we have today, put it back in the hands of the people. And I can only think of a few ways that actually make it happen, to actually create real change. You know, would money, you know, would being a billionaire help you fix the system? Eh, I mean, kind of, sort of, you know, little bits here and there, but not really. You know, it's the overall way in which we run the system. That's the problem. Sure, you can be an eccentric billionaire and, you know, go for space. I mean, you know, things Elon Musk are doing are amazing. I'm like, thumbs up, Elon. But at the same time, it's like, no matter how much money you have, it doesn't fix the system. You know, even if I had, you know, a billion dollars or even a million dollars, could I change the system? I have thought about that. It's like, yeah, maybe I could to a certain extent. But at the, at the same time, everything I would do to change the system is exactly making, you know, the capabilities of exactly what I've been saying. You know, in digital form, on, online. You know, the new version of MySpace that brings the network community together. That's what I'd be doing with the money. And that's what society should be doing with it. You know, if you still have money like it is today in the future, you know, networking humanity, that, that's the solution right there. You know, bringing people together instead of dividing them. You know, that's what I would be doing with a billion dollars. Because that's the number one thing that needs to happen. Because until you do that, those in charge will just, will just constantly run amok. Because they have control over literally trillions of dollars every year. This is how big the problem is, they can create even more trillions out of thin air. You know, who owns the banking system? Silhouette with question mark on it. We don't know. And every time they create more trillions of dollars, it makes that mountain of debt bigger. It makes them more richer. You know, there you go. There's the problem. The biggest Ponzi scheme ever created. And we all buy into it. You know, could you change the system with money? <laughs> I mean, me personally, I could do a lot towards it, but it would be to change the system into something without money like we see it today. Into more of a, you know, environmental damage, you know, dividend you get once a year and a system where transparency and the money is not really money, but it's a system where you can show transparency that 
you've helped out this society. And money, you know, in the future to me should be, you know, just how much you've, you're transparent about how much you've helped out society and you worked and you trained. You know, that that's what, you know, will spur human development because anyone can go out and do it. Like you just, everyone has their top 10 list of things they need to get done and people just volunteer to come by and do it. And you're transparent about it and there's your wealth. You, you show that you came over and mowed, you know, 20 different lawns. You showed you come over and helped out the grandparents or the grandkids. You showed that you come over and give them a massage or you're given mental health, you know, and emotional support. You know, quote unquote. You know, and that changes the system because, you know, now instead of waiting for money to finally free up people to do these things, you just go do it. Instead of waiting for money to come rolling down Dead Mountain before the people on the bottom you know, the sand on the bottom of that dollar bill before the people on the bottom do anything. If you just did things without waiting for the money to come rolling down that mountain off that pyramid that they're sitting on, things would just happen. The mountain would disappear. Their rolling of dead money would have no effect upon you. They would lose their ability to control the rhetoric endlessly for weapons of war and destruction and division and hate and consumerism and you know, consumerism is nice on one side, but it's also a double-edged sword. It's destroying the planet, people. It's subverting freedom of thought. It's subverting your ability to choose between right and wrong. Because everyone just pushes for more stuff. That's success today. It's not success, people. You know, that's a recipe for disaster. The world we have today, it needs to change. You need to build the systems to make it happen. You know, coin verification, AI in your hands. You know, a two-tiered financial system of you know, destruction on the environment as a dividend and your work every day through transparency. You know, like I said, I've thought of it a thousand different ways. You know, could some eccentric multi-billionaire change the world? Yeah, maybe. Free worldwide internet? I don't see why not. Especially working in conjunction with other eccentric billionaires. I'm you know, talking about bringing thought to humanity in a world that is lacking in it completely. You want to get rid of rhetoric and hate around the world, have free worldwide internet that cell phones can connect to directly. You know, but would eccentric billionaires do that? Would they care more about the planet and the people instead of just their bottom line? I don't know. I know if I was an eccentric billionaire, I would prefer to change the world than have a bottom line dollar. Like, why do I care if I've got a billion dollars or two billion dollars or, you know, trying to approach a trillion? Why is this important to these people? I don't know. Other than they can show that, you know, they're winning the game on, you know, this competition on money. You know, congratulations. You know, let's do a little golf hand clap for all those who have it all. You know, now that you've won, you know, now how about you either do something with all that money and change things, or you get rid of it, or you step out of the way and let someone else do it. You know, the youth of America, the youth of the world, the women. You know, bold, bright, new ideas, taking charge, changing the world. That's what we need. And yet, those in power with all the money just want to do this little, you know, tiptoe, step, step, step into the future. You know, and every single step along the way, 
make more money. They never take a single step towards the future unless it makes them more money. And that's the problem. That's the flaw with capitalism. You know, capitalism has been great. I mean, it's better than socialism and communism by far. But it's not a perfect system. I think we can all agree with that, right? You know, shaking heads up and down. Yeah, we can all agree with that. It's not a perfect system. Now, this is why it needs to change as well. You know, we should have command and control for the social good. Still with, you know, you get more because you do more kind of attitude. You know, there's no reason we can't have a synergy between the best ideas of the world. But some people's like, oh, my way or the highway, there's only one way to go. You know, it's an, a battle to the end mentality that either we're going to get what we want or nothing at all. You know, and that, that's a serious miscalculation by humanity at large, in my opinion. There's no reason we can't have a synergy between everything. The middle ground, balance, that's the key, people. It's all about balance. It's all about having the will of people, becoming informed, and showing what their will is, transparency, and making the best informed decision by the majority, by the people, for the people. If you can't do that, then we're all doomed. No, quite frankly, because the 1% running the system, they can't run it. It's like a blind man trying to you know, count sheep, right? And you can only, only, you know, figure out the ones that are right in front of them because they can touch them. And then because they touch the ones right in front of them, they can figure out all the rest of them, they think. Just throw money at it. You know, it doesn't solve the problem. And the people need to rise up, metaphorically, by dropping out and demand real change. And they need to, Take the reins of self-governance. Self-governance. Yes, people. A thing no one wants to do. It's a hard thing. You know, freedom isn't easy. Freedom isn't free. You know, freedom's hard work. If you want to have freedom, you got to make it happen. You. You need to make it happen. Stop pawning it off to the control authority. Stop believing in this idea that now you had a choice that they're even in control and in authority in the first place. You never had a choice. Not once. Showing that checkbox mark box on your birth certificate that says, I succumb to the control authority and all the rules and laws and rhetoric and division and hate and taxation and you know, misrepresentation. No, you never checked that box. You never signed your name on that. You were forced to do their bidding and bend to their will. At birth, at birth, this is how old you were when you agreed to this control system ruling over you, age one day. You know, and who, who put you in that position? Your parents, because they believe in the control system too, because that's what it's always been. I mean, that's a status quo. I mean, the other option is they would make you stateless and then you'd be even more fucked. So they, they twist your arm, they twist your parents' arm into subjugating you to this, you know, enslavement by the nationalist control systems in the world today. You know, everyone stood up against it, and things would change. If you, the next generation, you have a kid, demand, you know, they don't have a birth certificate that forces them to capitulate to the control system until the control system changes. 
Now, if it's the will of the people, then hey, yeah, well, you need to know who these people are. You can't have a digital footprint until you have an actual person. You gotta have some kind of transparency, right? But instead, it's at the will of the person. You know, young people should be able to make the decisions for themselves. You know, what zone in America or the world do I want to live in who people think and act like I do? You know, in a world where you have left and right leaning laws and mostly in the middle, I mean, it won't even matter because the world will be peaceful. It'll be sustainable. It'll be, you know, small government. You know, small government, how do you make that? Sustainability and middle ground. And the rhetoric of changing the goalposts and fighting about it forever to justify political jobs. I mean, come on, people. It's just like, so one, two. This is just simple human networking. This isn't, you know, time machine travel. This is easy stuff. We're just changing how we do things a little. A little tweak. You know, the will of the people actually being in charge. Transparency. Using technology. You know, for all that. Organic leadership. It's not impossible. You still have leadership. It's just like all the dumb fucks lose their leadership if they're doing dumb things and lying constantly. And all the good people who have great ideas who actually want real change, it makes sense. Well, guess what? They gain traction in a forum that's, you know, in a country, in a world where, you know, social media and influencers have taken off. But instead, you have real people having real power, who have real good ideas, instead of dumb people who have, you know, all this power, doing dumb things constantly. You know, for the benefit of themselves and the crony capitalism that exists today. And wake up, people. You know, see reality for what it is. Stop being censored by your parents and the system you grew up in and the thinking there's only one way to do things. There's not. This is all a construct of the human mind. The whole system is a construct of the human mind. And if you want to live a different way, you can choose to do that. You can take the power back, people. And quite frankly, for the first time. Because we've never really had it. You know how I know? Because they appoint a king for us. You know, every four years. He is elected by the people. He's appointed by this handful of people who are empowered by those who back him. And they're just puppets on a string. They're not even the people who are, who are appointing the king. They're just little puppets, little mouthpieces for the people who put them there. How do I know that? Because nowadays if there are a rogue voter, you know, when they elect our king, they're trying to get rid of him. You know, their, their vote won't even matter, even if they're trying to make an informed decision. That, hmm, you know, maybe I do want real change, and I'll vote against what my party says. Well, they just get rid of him. That's what they're pushing for. You know, they're trying to make that law, that they can do that. And I say, if you don't want to be public people, you know, vote for real change. Vote someone who went in who wants real change. That's what I'm talking about. Real change. You know, left or right. I don't care. You know, vote women in charge. Vote, vote someone who wants existential change to happen. Big change. You know, create a new mandate. You vote someone like that in the power, then they have no reason to fight it forever in court. That's the mandate. Someone who wants real big change, that's the mandate. And when they start making it happen, they start like, you know, 
grinding everyone's gears and getting all butthurt and taking you to the court for, you know, trying to take you to court for the next five or ten years, well, you know, that's going against the mandate of the people. You unwind all this law back to the 1980s. You know, and redo it. You know, figure this stuff out. You need to make it happen, people. Not by suing, not by, you know, this, that, or everything else with the court system, but by living your life a different way. You know, demanding real change. And until it happens, we'll just wait. That's what I'm saying. Wait them out. You know, we the people make this, this world happen. We the people make this modern society turn. And if we the people decide to drop out and not to participate in it, and guess what? It comes to a screeching halt. And those who want to just, you know, do their little thing that they do nowadays with their control system and their lawsuits and their, you know, pushing things through the courts for the next five or ten years and slowing everything up, if they want to do that, well, then we can just shut it down. We can siege. We can wait it out. Until someone really gets in there who really wants real change. Real change. You know, vote women into power. That's real change. You know, changing the monetary system to mean something. That's real change. You know, getting rid of a mountain of debt created for you, your children, and your grandchildren. That's real change. You know, being the hub that spoke in the wheel of democracy and freedom around the world. That's real change. You know, getting rid of nuclear bombs. Powering the world with clean, free nuclear energy. That's real change. I mean, is it too wide-eyed and idealistic to believe real change can happen? Not at all, kids. You know, keep your wide-eyed idealistic views and keep them alive. Don't let life get you down. If you have to live in your car or sit in a tent all day long and be knowledgeable and protest your way out of it, then that's what needs to happen. Who cares what your parents or society thinks? They're going to put their labels on you? I don't, you know, you need to say to them, I don't leave to live to please you. You know, I don't care what you think. You know, I learned that a long time ago. When you live your life like that, then hey, you free your mind. You free your soul. You are no longer under the thumb of those who control. You know, live in the now. Live for today. Live for achieving the goals that we needed to make as a society together. Instead of this endless accumulation of money and debt for your retirement. That's never going to happen. I mean, the money's drying out. I mean, that alone is like reason not to believe in this money system or retirement. It's ridiculous. What do they tell you to do? Oh, save more. Give more money to the banks. Invest. For what? It's not going to be there when you get you turn 60 or 70. Ha ha ha. Laughable. If you think it is. You know, and if you believe that, then why do you support it? You know, if you want change, do it now while you can. Because you won't have this opportunity in, I would say, even in 10 years. 10 years before the opportunity for real change goes away. You know, they'll know everything about you. You'll be transparent to them as, you know, glass. They'll be able to pick the little needles out of the haystack any day they want with AI in control. You know, if AI is not in your hands, 
I don't know why you would support the system at all. Your data is not in your hands. Your phone isn't encrypted from front to end, backwards. Then I don't know why you would support the system at all. You have create coin verification systems. You know, do these things that I say and welcome to a brand new day. You know, welcome to a brand new day. Change your mind. Throw the change on the ground. Change your perspective on what success is and make the paradigm shift happen. Make it happen, people. Make it so.